Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. And this is the first time in the history of this state that a white police officer has been convicted, less known convicted, of a murder. This is the first time in a long ray of fights that we've seen three counts guilty at all three. We don't find pleasure in this. We don't celebrate a man going to jail. We would have rather George be alive. Amen. Assalamu alaikum, everyone. What starts here changes the world. Well, I've got to admit, I kind of like it. What starts here changes the world. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. The average American will meet 10,000 people in their lifetime. I was handcuffed to another man from another tribe whose language I did not speak. Don't think. Feel. But if every one of you changed the lives of just 10 people, and each one of those people changed the lives of another 10 people, and another 10... We did not know each other, and we could not speak to each other because if we could have spoken to each other, we might have been able to figure out what was happening to us. To every politician who was taking donations from the NRA, name on you. I believed them when they said they were sleeping on concrete floors. I believed them. Children being separated from their parents in front of an American flag. I believe them. And you can change the entire population of the world, 8 billion people. And if you're going to figure out what was happening to us, we might have been able to prevent it. If you think it's hard to change the lives of 10 people, change their lives forever. Well, that didn't happen. And here we are. I believe these women. You're wrong. I feel extremely lucky to, to be here with all of you fighting for justice, for equality, for the right for us to equally exist in this country. There were 329 uprisings, 157 cities within four and a half years. And neither Martin nor Fannie had any control over that. We might be headed to the promised land of speaking the truth and finding our external liberty once we internally liberate ourselves. But their children were saved, and their children's children. Generations were saved by one decision, one person. But changing the world can happen anywhere, and anyone can do it. So what starts here can indeed change the world. But the question is, what will the world look like after you change it? Welcome to Public Access America. Make a stand. I know I did. Thank you very much. And may God bless America. May God bless America. May God bless America. And this is an assurance to them that if we don't give up, that we can win some rounds. But the war and the fight is not over. Not over. Just two days from now. We're going to have to deal with the funeral of Dante Wright in this same county, the same area. We still have cases to fight, but this gives us the energy to fight on. And we are determined that we're going to fight until we make federal law, the George Floyd Justice in Policing Act must be law. We want to thank all that involved, especially the Attorney General and the Governor and others. We want to thank President Biden, who the first time he came out of his house during the campaign, he flew to Houston and met with the family and Attorney Crump and I. And he sat there, and I will never forget, he, he said to George's daughter that I heard you say your father is going to change the world. 
Well, we can now tell George's daughter she was right. Her father has began the changing of the world for real. But before we do anything, we first want to pray and thank yeah, God. Because yeah. somehow God made a way. He had mercy. We believe in a God that can even get through the cracks in the jury room and bring conscience and bring truth. And that jury, we want to thank them for letting God give them the strength wherever they are tonight. We want them to know we broke down in tears when we heard the verdict. We had to hold each other and hug in tears because too many nights we've cried. Many of us for decades spent nights in jail. But today we can wipe our tears away and fight on for another day. There's sunlight. We're going to keep going till we bring it for the Eric Gardners and the Breonna Taylor, whose boyfriend is here tonight. Kenny Walker. Kenny Walker. Sean Bell. So many that did not get this night. This night is for them. Let us pray. Let's lock arms and pray like we can, folks. <laughs> Where? Come on, Brent. Where's for long? Right here. Yeah, come on. You and Rodney, come on, Brent. You know you're hiding now. <laughs> <laughs> Brother Chris, get next to the Attorney General there. Let's pray. <laughs> Dear God, we thank you for giving us the strength to stand together. Sometimes we would question each other. Sometimes we say this is just going to be a waste of time. But somehow you touch us in the midnight hours and teach us to hold on. And that if we would be faithful over a few things, you'd give us the victory over many. We thank you because we know it was not any doing of ours, but your love and kindness and your tender mercy that made tonight possible. Bless those that worked, that made this prosecution something they couldn't deny. Bless those policemen that got on the stand and testified against another policeman. Bless the jury that listened to the evidence and didn't listen to those that may criticize them for doing this. Bless the prosecutor, Keith Ellison, yes, and his staff yes, that did their job, even though they didn't know what the outcome would be. Bless Ben Crump in a special way that worked tirelessly, that jumped on planes and left his family to make sure that justice would rain down. Thank you for all of the civil and human rights leaders that stood up. And we thank you for the nameless grandmas and grandpas yes, that would get on their knees and ask you to give us a victory this time. And Lord, as we give you the thanks and give you the praise, let George know that his name is going down in history. They may have put their knee on his neck, but he will now be a figure that we will take the knees off our necks now and we give you the praise. Thank you. And God, we give you the glory. These blessings we ask in your name. Amen. 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 Let me say that I want to bring on now a man who has symbolized the fight for justice. He didn't seek the role, but he rose to the occasion. America, for many years, didn't have someone to stand for us. The last four years, we didn't have an attorney general's office that would even hear our cry. But we had been raised to believe that God always has a ram in the bush. And God has a way of taking the most humble of people and raising them up. We had an attorney general in black America that has represented these cases with the acumen and skill of one that was raised in the South, but came to claim this nation in a new direction. I bring you the attorney general for black America, Ben Crump. Yeah. I love it. Thank you, Reverend Al Sharpton, not only for 
your mentorship, not only for being a great civil rights leader, but for being a moral authority, especially making sure no matter what happened, that we always maintained the moral high ground, knowing that we were on the right side of history as we fought for justice for George Perry Floyd Jr. Say his name. I am uh, but a member of a great team of very talented attorneys. And I'm going to acknowledge this. Yeah, we got the Omegas and the Kappas, Reverend Jackson. And the Alphas in it. I want to acknowledge these great group of lawyers and then the family members. Uh, two or three of the lawyers will address you. And then at that time, we will hear from the family members before we take any of your questions. Uh, I want to acknowledge uh, a great lawyer from Chicago, Illinois, uh, one of the best I've ever had a chance to work with, Attorney Tony Ramanucci. Yes, I want to recognize my partner on the front line in this case, one of the best lawyers at being on them. Uh, he hails from Atlanta, Georgia, Attorney Chris Stewart. Yeah. His law partner, Attorney Justin Miller. Attorney Madeline Simmons. Uh, a great Minnesota lawyers, Attorney Jeff Storms. Raise your hand, Jeff. Attorney Michelle Godot. And who else we got here? Anybody else? <laughs> right, we have attorney Scott Masterson who's not present. Uh attorney Pavani. I, I, I said Michelle. We got Michelle. Hi. Right. Uh and, and just a great group of lawyers. And I want to let you know who we have present here with the family here in Minneapolis for this historic day. We have uh George Floyd's brothers, we have Felonis Floyd. We have Rodney Floyd. We have uh, Brandon Williams, who's George Floyd's nephew, but was more like a son to him. They call him Woo back in the Third Ward. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. We have Keita Floyd, Philonis's wife. We have. Oh, what time is that? Terrence, New York, where you at? <laughs> we got Terrence Floyd. Um, his sisters who are not with us, but we should absolutely acknowledge uh, Bridget Floyd, who hails from North Carolina, his sisters Latanya and Jaja, who hail from Houston, Texas. We have his cousins, uh, Sharita McGee, Tedra McGee, and Tara Brown. And we have uh, the mother of his daughter, Gianni Floyd. We have Roxy Washington, and we have Gianna. And so I'll, I'll, I'll make some brief remarks, and then we're going to have Attorney Stewart. Oh. Uh, uh, Angela, Cousin Paris, and, and Uncle Selwyn, Vince. All right. Any more for our family? I know it's a big crew. AD. AD. The man he came from Minneapolis with, and a Darren. So I'll make some brief remarks, and then we're going to have Attorney Stewart and Attorney Ramanucci make some brief remarks, and then we're going to hear from this family, and we're going to try to leave here today knowing that America is a better country. America, less pause for a moment to proclaim this historical moment, not just for the legacy of George Floyd, but for the legacy of America. The legacy of trying to make America for all Americans. So that George 
Floyd's victory and America's quest for equal justice under the law would be intertwined. America, let's frame this moment as a moment where we finally are getting close to living up to our declaration of independence, that we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equally, that they're endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights that amongst them are life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Where America, that means all of us. That means black people. That means Hispanic people. That means native people. That means Asian people. That means all of us, America. We frame this moment for all of us, not just for George Floyd. This is a victory for those who champion humanity over inhumanity, those who champion justice over injustice, those who champion morals over immorality. America, let's lean into this moment and let's make sure, Reverend Al, that this moment will be documented for our children yet unborn as they continue on the journey to justice, knowing that the blood of George Floyd will give them a trail to find a way to a better America, a more just America, a more just America where Breonna Taylor gets an opportunity to sleep in peace at night without the police busting in her front door. A more just America, where Maude Aubrey gets to run free and not be lynched for jogging while black. A more just America, where Jacob Blake and Anthony McLean and Walter Scott and Laquan McDonald and all these other black men, Terrence Crutcher, who was shot in the back while running away like Dante Wright was just a week ago. Because for some reason, black men running away from the police is more dangerous than young white men who commit mass murders and walk towards the police with an assault weapon, Reverend Bryant, like Cal. Rittenhouse in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Wow. America, let this be the precedent. Yes. Let this be the precedent where we live up to the high ideals and the promises when we say liberty and justice for all. Those sun-kissed children are included in all. Those children who overcame slavery, the Middle Passage, the Dred Scott decision, Plessy B. Ferguson, Jim Crow, and his much smarter, wiser son, Jim Crow Jr. Esquire. Let this be the precedence where we overcome systematic racism and oppression and that we are a better people and we will leave our children a better world, a better world for us all. At this time, we will hear from a great lawyer because nobody does this alone. It's always a team effort. And we have the lawyers, the preachers, the civil rights leaders, the education leaders, the activists. Let's give a big round of applause for the activists. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The people who stayed in the streets. That's right. The people who came nationally, but more importantly, the people who were here locally, who were standing up for George Floyd on 38th and Chicago Avenue, day in and day out. Silky, the people who went go home wouldn't stay quiet. Reverend Jackson, the people followed y'all example. Donald Williams. Donald Williams. Donald won't be here. Donald. 
son. We love you, daughter. Without further ado, my brother, Attorney Chris Stewart. Attorney, you come like that. The first thing that happened when we heard the verdict is that we all teared up and embraced. So don't confuse these tears thinking that they are sorrow. Because those were the tears that happened to African-Americans when they're pulled over constantly on the side of the road and know they can't get help. Those are the tears of the victims that we've seen time and time again be shot in the back, choked over loose cigarettes or killed for no reason and justice never comes. Those are the tears that someone will weep tomorrow when they are taken advantage of in an interaction with law enforcement. But today the tears are a pure joy. Pure joy and pure shock because days like this don't happen. The whole world should not have to rally to get justice for one man. Yes, wow. But that's what happened. Yeah. This wasn't a city case. This wasn't one family's case. This was the entire world's case. And justice finally came. But it shouldn't have to be so hard to attain this level of justice in cases like this when we can see with our own eyes the only difference is the color of the skin. And that's the change that we all want. That's not a change that's outrageous. Yes, law enforcement have a dangerous job. They have to carry a spear and a sword and a shield. But all too often, African-Americans only get the spear or the sword. Wow. We need more of the shield. Because this is not a case against every officer. My life was saved by two law enforcement officers years ago. So I will never throw every cop under the bus. But we will put more cops in jail when you kill someone for no reason, just because they're black. And we can find a unifying purpose between law enforcement and the African-American community by changes, starting with the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act. A beautifully written bill that will help protect the community and solve police. And the main question is, will we let politics divide us? Because that's what happens. Republican or Democrat, you're going to stick to your side. Unify, as Ben has been saying, as Rev has been saying, and get this bill passed and save people so that you don't have to board up your own cities for situations like this. And if not, we'll see you next time when it's time to vote. You've seen what's happened across this country. And we shouldn't have to be so happy when we finally get one. But we are in celebration for Gianna, for Roxy, who has stood strong this entire time, for the brothers and sisters, for the activists like Tamika and everybody out there, for this entire group. And it wouldn't have happened without every single one of y'all, white or black people out there praying for this family, getting love and support. And we love all of you all. Let this be a changing point in America for policing in a positive way. And let's unify. Thank you, my brother. Uh, attorney Tony Ramanucci from Chicago, Illinois. Good afternoon, everybody. As Ben said, my name is Tony Romanucci. I'm smiling here today, not for myself, but really for the entire country and for the world that's watching. I know that on behalf of the family and for everyone who's here today, that we stand here before you feeling a tremendous amount of joy and eternal hope. For me, 36 years ago, I was a young public defender in Cook County. Reverend Jackson, I know you know that place very well. And that's where I was introduced to the marginalization of black and brown people. And for now, This is the 36th year I've seen it come through. I really feel that this country has turned a corner. But I'm going to tell you, it was a tough corner to turn, and it couldn't have been done. And I'm going to reach out to you all, the press, for spreading the message, for the strength and wisdom of Ben Crump. To you, Reverend Al Sharpton, Reverend Jackson, the attorneys, Chris, Justin, Madeline, Jeff, Michelle, Bavani, Nicolette, Ian, 
all the teams in all the cities in this country, the attorney general and their magnificent prosecution team. They did it, right? They, they tied up every loose, they tied up every loose thread for their jury. They let them follow it right through. They showed them how to prosecute and how to convict. And we are so grateful. But make no mistake, we are not done. The George Floyd Policing and Reform Act must pass the Senate. Yes. We now know that today, police can and will be held accountable for needless death. Yes. This death never should have happened. George should have been alive somewhere with his daughter, Gianna, playing on a playground. Amen. From now on, everyone's on notice that police will be held accountable. And we will be held accountable too. This whole country should be held accountable, but police especially. I am so thankful to all of you. I am hopeful for a greater America, for a great, great uh, vote of confidence. I will tell you that, that Speaker Pelosi called us not once today, but twice. Our speaker is a great leader. She is somebody that wants to see this through. We have a great president who wants to see this through. We have one little hiccup in between. Let's get this past the Senate. Let's get justice in America once and for all and forever. One last comment. I met a young lady yesterday. Her name was Lamaya. Mm -hmm. She said one thing to me that I promised her that I would repeat today. Lamaya is not part of the, of the Floyd family. But she is part of the Wright family. And she said one thing, and I promised her I would say it today. We are all God's children. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lamaya. Thank you, Tony. Um, and I know Speaker Pelosi called. Uh, we need to acknowledge when we were over at the courthouse as we were leaving, I got one of those calls and we stopped everything. No idea. <laughs> and it was uh, Chris and uh, Philonis and uh, Roxy, all of us, Jensen, as we were walking out, we stopped the mid-sentence because uh, President Joe Biden called to talk about what a moment this was for America and how we have to use this moment to build on. So we want to acknowledge President Biden acknowledging that we are all a better America today. Isn't that what he said? Okay. Okay. And, and we, we got so many good staff people to thank, Jim McGuffin, Michelle, Adna, Roma, all these people who've been working, you know, in the vineyards, uh, supporting our lawyers, Silky, everybody. But briefly, we want to have, we can't be in Minneapolis and not have a representative, whether Jeff and Michelle want to come up and say a word. Our great Minnesota uh, co-counselor, Jeff Storm. Michelle, get there. So I just briefly want to say, I love this city. I love this state. And no longer can we be known for these massively infamous failures in civil rights. Wow. We owe our children and our community more from this moment further, wow. from this conviction now, we have to be leaders in this country on civil rights. And everyone standing up here will work tirelessly until that happens. And I challenge everybody else in Minnesota to make that same effort. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Can we, because they're trying to get, everybody take a step back. Let's try to make the podium. Let's try to make the podium. Yes, everybody take a step back. We're going to have the family. We're going to have this. We're going to have the family come up. Okay. Okay. We're gonna have the family uh, come and try to greet you all. Uh, so, so sir, you got awesome. You got a backup too. So they, the camera's trying to the tremors, camera's trying to get the podium, yeah. So uh, right now, <laughs> okay. Right now, 
we're going to bring up a man who, when y'all first met him, uh, Tony, y'all remember, he all he could do is cry because <laughs> he was heartbroken. He was heartbroken because remember, so many times we are, uh, it's a case to us. Yes. Tamika is a cause, you know, my sign is a hashtag. But to them, this was their flesh and blood. Mark Mario, they slept in the bed with George. I mean, the stories that they tell, you know this was a close family. He, he tells those stories, Reverend Al, how he used to pee on George. <laughs> but, yeah, he has become so dignified and articulate and expressing not just the fight for justice for his family, not just the fight for justice for Black America, but he really has become so articulate and saying we have to fight for all Americans. Mr. Falonis Floyd. Uh, my nephew, he calling me uh, Baby Al. But <laughs> Jesse calling me Steve Harvey. <laughs> but man, it's it's. I feel relieved today that I finally have the opportunity to for hopefully getting some sleep. Uh, a lot of days that I I prayed and I hope and I was speaking everything into existence. I said I have faith that he will be convicted. It's been a long journey, and it's been less than a year. And the person that comes to my mind is 1955, and to me, he was the first George Floyd. That was that was Emma Till. Wow! Wow! I did uh was on CNN with Deborah Watts, and she just brought him back to life. People forgot about him, yeah. but he was the first George Floyd. Yeah. But today, you have the cameras all around the world to see and show what happened to my brother. It was a motion picture, the world seeing his life being extinguished. And I could do nothing but watch especially in that courtroom over and over and over again as my brother was murdered. Times, they're getting harder every day. 10 miles away from here, Mr. Wright, Dante Wright. Yeah. He should still be here. We ought to always understand that we have to march. We will have to do this for life. We have to protest because it seems like this is a never-ending cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Reverend Al always told me, we got to keep fighting. Mm -hmm. right. I'm going to put up a fight every day because I'm not just fighting for Josh anymore. I'm fighting for everybody around this world. Yeah. I get calls. I get DMs. People from Brazil from Ghana, from Germany, everybody, London, Italy, they're all saying the same thing. We won't be able to breathe until you're able to breathe. Today, we are able to breathe again. Ms. Garner, I told you, we'll get justice. And we still, we're gonna fight for you too. We're gonna fight for everybody. Thank you all so much for just giving us this time because we're here and we're not going anywhere. And I want to thank all the protesters, all the attorneys who stepped up, all the activists who stepped up, and many who think they're not activists but advocates. Thank you all. Amen. Because justice for George means freedom for all. Amen. All right. Uh -huh. Terrence Floyd, 
We will have Terrence Floyd, George's brother from New York City. Reverend Floyd. I'm not gonna preach today. You ain't gonna preach today. Oh man, so many emotions right now, but I'm very thankful and grateful. Grateful for the people in this world, for the support, the prayers, the, the, the love that was shown, whether you sent it by social media or whether you sent it emails or however, just we just appreciate the love. I appreciate the team, the, the Crump Law team, I call him Unc. <laughs> I call him Unc. We built a bond and relationship through this whole journey. I appreciate him. He, he would call me. I'm all the way in New York. He'll call me and check up on me and, and ask me if I'm all right because I'm the only one up here. Everybody else is in is down south. So, but he he, he never caught, uh, thought it robbery to, to check up on me, and I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for Reverend Sharpton. Yeah. Thank you. He's been fighting a long time. <laughs> long time. Man. Reverend Jesse Jackson. Yeah. Thank you. It's a lot of history here. History is here. This is monumental. Reverend Jesse, Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton, they lived to see this. Their fight wasn't in vain. It just didn't happen when they did it, but it happened now. Amen. And they here to see it and be proud of it. It go back to when he did that prayer service. My family is a family that will not back down from prayer. And I believe because of prayer, we got the verdict we wanted. Amen. We got on our knees. Some of us stood up, but we asked the right person. We asked the right one. We said, God, we need justice. We need it now. And he answered. Yeah. Oh man, I'm just I'm I'm just grateful. I'm grateful that my grandmother, my mother, my aunts—they just got to see this history made. I'm even great. I'm I'm grateful my brother's not here. I'm grateful and I'm proud of him. I will salute him at every. Every day of my life, I will salute him because he showed me how to be strong. He showed me how to be respectful. He showed me how to speak my mind. I'm going to miss him, but now I know he's in history. What a day to be a Floyd, man. Thank you. Thank you, Terrence. Now we will hear from uh, George's baby brother, Rodney Floyd. You know what, I'm gonna say this first. I would like to thank all the advocates, the activists. I'd like to thank the people that stayed in the streets, marching night and day. People of Portland stayed in the streets for 83 days, I think it may be wrong, but thankful for everybody that stayed out there making a statement with us and carried to this on our dark days, dark nights, we had them. And you know, we got so many messages flooding in from social media sites, can't read them all, it's so many, And but you know what? Thank everyone, each and everyone. So many people at grocery stores, we walk in, we hear from the elders, you know, I believe in respecting the elders, give you guys all the respect, men and women. And I hear them walk up in the grocery store, stop me, they, I'm mask up face, a hat and a mask, and they speak, hey, I recognize the side of your face. Let me talk to you, I know who you are. <laughs> I just, and we have a whole, they'll stop and hold the great conversation telling me what they experienced as a child, what they saw, and what they need for change. And they say, we are here for you. And this is everywhere I go, my brother go, we all go. 
and thank you people for the love in the streets i'm thanking everyone because we couldn't have did this and this is a victory for all of us there's no color boundary on this this is everyone who's been held down pinned down yeah and you know what people we standing together in unity and this right here, I like to thank our team. It's attorney Ben Crump, yeah. the witnesses, Donna Williams. I would like to thank the jury. I mean, everybody. Thank God. That's all. All day, God Almighty. Thank you. And you know what, people? We're not done yet. And my brother George, he's smiling. His beautiful daughter's here. Gianna, baby, you're so beautiful. You're so smart. Roxy, you have my heart, baby. Thank you for holding Gianna, keeping us strong. I know how hard it is. I know how hard it is. We'd like to thank everyone that helped out in the case. Love to thank this jury from having our hearts and mindsets that we all see in this video because we know this video is an open and shut case. Everybody knows the video. And know what the jury had the same mindset we all had. Guilty as charged. We'd like to thank them. I'd like to thank again everybody, the press and all. But but George, despite it's not over, we're going to stand here together. We're going to try to get this George Floyd Act passed. Yes. The act has to be passed, people. Yes. Yes. It has to be. Yes. We're going to keep pressure on the Senate. Everybody, thank y'all all for coming. George, I know that he love all y'all. Thank y'all. All right, Ryan. And next, we're going to have a man who, well, him and, him and George used to text each other all the time. Uh, Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee always talk about CUNY homes, Houston, Texas. Back there, rocks. I think y'all call them woo. We're gonna hear from Brandon Williams, who's like a son to George. Very emotional day for me. Now I don't really have the words. I'm overwhelmed with joy. But I do want to start by saying thank you. Uh, first off, thank you to all you guys um, advocating, protesting in the middle of a pandemic, putting your lives and safety on the line. We appreciate that. Um, especially to our legal team, Ben, Tony, Justin, um, Chris, Justin back here. Um, definitely, definitely thank you to Keith Edison and his team. Yeah. I think they did an amazing job from start to finish. Um, all of the evidence, all of the witnesses, everything proves exactly what we saw in that video. But yet, we still question the decision of the jury, and I wonder why. Oftentimes, this system fails us as black men and women in America. Mm -hmm. With all evidence there, everything pointing to a guilty verdict, we somehow still don't get the guilty verdict. Or in some cases, I got my good friend, Kumi Walker, back here. Yeah. We don't even get charges. Yeah. So today is a pivotal moment um, for America. It's something this country is needed. For a long time now. Yes. And hopefully today is the start of that. When I say a pivotal moment, we need change in this broken system. Mm -hmm. It was built to oppress us. It mm -hmm. was built against us. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes we see people who are supposed to supposed to protect and serve. Mm. Supposed to protect and serve. They, they do the total opposite. On the first day of trial, Rev. Sharpton, we had a press conference and we kneeled for eight minutes and 46 seconds. Mm -hmm. And when I got up and it was my turn to speak, I said that every time I come out here, it's hard. Because mm -hmm. it's the exact place where they took somebody from me that I love. Mm -hmm. And I absolutely dislike coming here. But I also said, this time it was easy. We came for one thing and one thing only. That was justice for George Floyd. And today, that's what we got. So this time it wasn't hard at all. It wasn't hard at all. 
I'm big on faith and prayer. I had a lot of faith. But I was also optimistic. We need police reform bad. These guys are able to wear a badge and go out in the field, which means that they're qualified and trained to do their job at a high level. But when you shoot and kill a man that's running away from you that doesn't pose a threat, mm-hmm. either you're not qualified and undertrained, or it's a choice and you want to kill black men and women. Yeah. It's either one or the other. And I think today, Keith Ellison and his team proved that just because you are a law, you're not above the law. Yeah. We need each and every officer to be held accountable. And until then, it's still scary to be a black man or woman in America and count police. So when I say today is a pivotal moment, it's a chance for America to take a turn in the right direction and right a lot of wrongs so that we don't keep adding to these names. So that little girls and boys like Gianna are not growing up fatherless. So their families don't feel the pain we feel. It's a lot of sleepless nights. No family should go through that. And hopefully our country take a turn in the right direction today. And this this day in history proves that it was a turning point. Thank you. We're going to hear from just a few more family members and then we'll try to get to your questions. But I'd be remiss because Brandon said I got to acknowledge his man Cliff who worked for us. (laughs) 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 And he talked about Kenny Walker. Chris, as we talk about all the brothers, we can never forget that they're killing black women as well. And so we got to remember Breonna Taylor. We got to remember Atiana Jefferson. We got to remember Sandra Bland. And we know Tamika Mallory, May 13th, Pam Turner. In a couple of weeks, we're having a march for black women in Baytown, Texas. Because if you was outraged when you saw the video how George Floyd got killed by the police, then you should be equally outraged when you see the video of how they killed Pam Turner, an unarmed black woman laying down on her back that he shot in the face, in the chest, and in the stomach. Justice for George Floyd means freedom for us all, like Polona said, so that's why we fight for Pam Turner. Uh, with that, we're going to bring up people who come from that Harris County, uh, Texas area, cousins of George Floyd, Sharita McGee and Tara Brown. Well, first of all, uh, let me just say that my cousins and and I pretty much covered everything. There's there's really not a whole lot left for me to say. I just really want to echo the sentiments of them that when we started this journey almost a year ago, that we were committed to doing a couple of things. One thing is to ensure that justice was served and that we were going to be here and visible and present and actively involved until we saw it through. Uh, We are a family who's strong in our faith. We've relied on it in other areas of our life, and this time was no different. And we prayed to God, and we we, we expected our prayers to not come back void, and he delivered for us today. So we are eternally grateful for everyone from the press to the activists, uh, the attorneys, the prosecution team, everyone. Uh, We have so many people that we want to thank that I just really feel like we probably want to leave somebody out, but I just hope that you will charge it to my head and not my heart because we sincerely appreciate everything that everybody has done and we thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm really overwhelmed with emotion um, and I just am grateful uh, for this day. It's been a journey for sure. And this victory for George Floyd today is a victory for many. Um, And when we started this journey, kind of like my sister said, um, we are committed to making sure um, we know we'll never get George back. And that's the sad part. 
but we are fighting and we're going to continue to fight because we've all individually and together as a family had that conversation that if we could have been there um, with George on that day, there probably would have been more than one day. Mm. Yeah. But we couldn't be there. So we can't bring him back, but we can save lives. And we want the actual reform that's going to um, not only give us the change we want, but make sure not another family has to suffer what we suffer. Um, thank you all. My sister kind of touched on everything. Um, we have an amazing team here um, who have helped us along this journey. We are so grateful for everyone who has supported us along the way. Um, we're, we're forever grateful to you, and we love you all. Thank you. Thank you, Chair. So we're going to hear from two more uh, cousins, and then we're going to hear uh, last from the family, Roxy and Gianna uh, are going to come, and then Reverend Al may have uh, Reverend Jackson and others uh, address you. At this time, we're going to have uh, Angela and Paris come, uh, cousins of George Floyd. Hello, I'm Angela Harrelson. I'm actually George Floyd's aunt, and this is the cousin here. So anyway, I just want to say that um, this has been a hard road, not just me for, for the family, but for everybody. And I want to especially thank the Minneapolis community for holding it down at the George Floyd Square. Um, Janelle Austin, you know, Jeanette Rupert, Maya Washington. These are community leaders that held it down at that place. They kept that place sacred for everyone to go there to express their condolences. And so we appreciate that. And this verdict is a verdict that is, is well needed and it's overdue. And I want to say to say to the people around the world that, that, that is listening, it was a darkness. On May 25th was a very, very dark day. Uh, there was a lot of pain and there was a lot of hatred. But I want to say at the same time that I got a chance to witness something. I got a chance to witness the love that I saw around the wor world that was poured to the family. I don't know if I would ever see that again in my lifetime, but I'm glad that I got a chance to see the love that you have shown me, my family, and everyone because you've touched us. And I want to say thank you. And I'm so glad about this day. Thank you. I just want to thank everyone again. Um, all the family up here has basically said the same thing. So I just want to thank you. Thank you to the community. Um, you all are very special to me. Mm -hmm. You're just like family. Yes. And I appreciate you Thank at you. the square. Um, so I'll leave you with the statement that I always say. Um, you have to keep walking the walk. Yes. The journey isn't over. So continue to pray for us. Pray for everyone and keep walking the walk. Yes. And I want to say one more thing. We must not let his death be his last word. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, and lastly, we're going to have Tiffany Hall, a, a sister-in-law of George Floyd. I just want to thank everyone for the support. Uh, we couldn't do this without you guys. And we appreciate all the time and energy that you guys have put in uh, to help us get this justice. Just know that this is the beginning. We still have a lot of other families we need to fight for. And we hope and pray that this will speak volume and we'll have a change in this world and we won't have to add any more families with our families okay so we're really hoping that this will bring on a change thank you guys and thank you tiffany thank, thank you guys tiffany. Right. now we will have uh we have now come back to the podium uh and acknowledge some important individuals and then we'll go ahead and take questions reverend al let me say let me say this before we have questions i think that it is appropriate 
that we respect those that laid the path for us and let us always remember those that cleared the field and made us possible. Movements didn't stop with us. We are continuation of movements before us and they will be continued until freedom. May we hear from my mentor, the Reverend Jesse Jackson.
that keep it going. Ain't no sun between these generations. Anybody thinks so, get up and work out with me in the morning. <laughs> national president of the National Urban League, Brother Mark Moriel. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, first of all, I want to be brief, but let me co-sign, amen, and reaffirm all that has been said today. This conviction rests on the courage of a young girl, a young woman who had the audacity to see an injustice and to pick up a 21st century device known as an iPhone and to take that injustice, that murder taking place on the streets of this city. This conviction rests on the courage of young people, old people, black people, white people, Jews, Gentiles, Protestants, Catholics, Muslim, Hindus, straight, LGBTQ, of all races, creeds, and colors, who last summer, when they saw the tape that this young girl made, the outrage went from Minneapolis all the way across this globe. And this conviction rests on the competence and conviction of an attorney general named Keith Ellison. Yes, sir. Who yes, had sir. the wherewithal yes, to put together a perfect prosecution. Yes, sir. And this conviction rests on the steely determination and dignity of the Floyd family. The Floyd family who withering with the death of their loved ones stood before cameras testified before Congress time and time again. I'll say this, this fight to pass the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act has now stepped to a new level. We call on the United States Senate. We call on who? The United States Senate. The fourth whip, without delay, without filibuster, to pass the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act and not to water it down. George Floyd, we mourn his loss. May he rest in peace and may he rest in power. But let us understand that this is but a moment and this battle, this fight, this work for justice must proceed. To those who would tear the world down, we will defeat you. This is our moment. This is our time. To those who seek peace and security, we support you. Yes, we can. And to all those who have wondered if America's beacon still burns as bright, tonight we prove once more that the true strength of our nation comes not from the might of our arms or the scale of our wealth, but from the enduring power of our ideals, democracy, liberty, opportunity, and unyielding hope. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbow. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. Ask not. Yes, we can. What your country can do for you. I have a dream. Ask what you can do for your country. My poor little children. Yes, we can. to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. It ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Welcome to Public Access America. Yes, we can. Now on Instagram and SoundCloud. We wanted to run out of that tunnel for my dad. Twitter, Apple Podcasts, the Stitcher Smart Radio app, Potable, and Spotify. Yes, we can. Public Access America. History in the making. Making history in the making.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.